This is yeah. terrible advice. I would not consider this advice. Yeah, don't do I this. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Booted Sisters. I'm Sarah, and I'll be joined by my sister, Rachel. And in today's episode, we are joined by two guests. So our brother, Joe, and his girlfriend, Rice, were visiting me in Denver, and we all sat down for a fun little chat. So please enjoy our first older sibling, real sit-down sibling episode that isn't like a travel debrief or a wedding debrief. Uh, Yeah, say that more succinctly and you can be the host of this podcast anyway please enjoy and check out our instagram for some photos to accompany your listening hello hi all right um so today is our next sibling guest um, and we've got a two for today. We've got Joe and his girlfriend Rice. So welcome, guys. Hey, hey. good morning. I like that I get to be a sibling. <laughs> In a not weird way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't worry. We'll unpack it. Um, <laughs> sibling to you guys. <laughs> so all three of you are actually in the same location, which is fun. I'm. I'm think we've done one or two of our sibling interviews together, but a lot of them have involved all three of us being in different locations. So Joe and Rice are actually out visiting Sarah right now in Denver. Yep, we're all squeezed in together. So, all right, so you guys have been doing a nice little visit there. Um, and I don't remember any of our normal questions or how we usually <laughs> yeah. go into a sibling interview. Do you wanna <laughs> just talk a bit about what you guys have been up to? Yeah, let's see. We had a really wild arrival with like seven flight cancellations. Uh, started out with weather, and I think it just evolved into like a million excuses of like staffing and pilots not being around and attendants not being around. But eventually we got here right. and then it was fun. Yeah, we had a good meetup with like a way back neighbor of ours, and he took us. What was the park? Um, Rocky Mountain National Park. Rich, they did the backwards version of the drive that you and I did last summer, like the whole park. Oh man, that's like a life-changing drive. That Mm -hmm. is one that like I will always remember the first time and I definitely tend to go back for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I would say we did like the four stages of Colorado weather or something. That's like, at first I was like, okay, it's going to be awesome. The weather's going to be like 75 the whole time we're here compared to the Virginia, like 89 to 98 degrees that it's been. Um, And then as the trip was approaching, it was more like, oh no, it's going to be pretty much just as hot when we're there. I need to only pack like short sleeves and shorts the whole time. And then we showed up. And this park was like some of the spots, you know, it's high elevation and mountains and snow and everything. So we were like freezing in certain parts of this loop. <laughs> and they were like, I was expecting to see penguins in some of the places we saw. <laughs> um, I know Sarah has seen the park in like very defined stages of completely white with snow and then like more summer vibe but sarah have Mm -hmm. you seen it in this like transition of all the different seasons like they got to see not not really like when you go in the summer if you go up to the high points that is what you'll get but i think they got a more dramatic version than what like you and i got rage but we didn't get out of the car as much we got out a little bit and it was colder at the higher elevation um so and i've definitely seen that other places like not rocky mountain but when i went to mount evans last year that's like one of the 14ers that you can drive up to. Um, when I went there, it was like that a lot. It was crazy. It was definitely like hot in Denver. And then when we got toward like kind of at the bottom of the mountain, it was cooler because we were already in a town with higher elevation. But then when we got to the top, it was insane. Like there was snow up there and it was mid-June. And I was just like, this is so weird. So yeah, that is like a pretty cool, I don't know. It's a, it's a really weird experience and you definitely 
need to have layers. I know, Rice, you ended up wearing a vest that was in the car. Yeah. It looks like a little boy. <laughs> you clung to that vest. I know. Slash okay. <laughs> so tried to. Exactly. I, I did wear it to the restaurant after that. <laughs> also, I think we should preface for the listeners that um, Rice has lived in Colorado before. So mm-hmm. it's been a while, but this is, she's more seasoned than some of us. It's like a, a weird kind of season though, because I went to boarding school. So I wasn't like a like a free range person <laughs> when I lived in Colorado. Like I was very much confined to one particular place. So there's not like a lot of places in Colorado that would even be like worth visiting or like to show like Joe and Sarah be like, here's a place where I loitered. Like there's nothing like here's a Best Buy I went to. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel when I go back to our parents, like, because I was never really an adult there. And I'm sure you guys can can feel the same to an extent. Like, I don't know where to go to like drink or get like a nice dinner, (laughs) but I can get you to the uh, Chick-fil-A and frozen yogurt, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, But we have Colorado Springs experience, too. Yeah. My main memory. I don't know. Do you want to hit on your big story race from there? This was yeah. like, just for the listeners, we as a family traveled to Colorado when we were pretty young. So Joe is the oldest um, of our siblings. I don't think we really introduced and, <laughs> and clarified that. So Joe has a lot more memories from that. I can't remember how old I was, but like basically yeah. toddler, like maybe four or something like I that. I mean, I was like three or four. So I think you were even younger. Like, okay. I thought I don't even, was John around? John was there. So I was okay. old enough yeah. that John was in existence but Mm -hmm. okay if nothing else people have like backfilled you on this one a thousand times i'm sure but uh garden of the gods i don't think i have real memories just pictures that i've you know formed as memories just by looking at pictures i do remember if this is the trail i do remember being hot and cranky and like (laughs) saying that the whole thing was stupid like very explicitly being like this is stupid um yeah. to aunt care <laughs> oh, sorry no, care it was even better than that it was like because it was your birthday hike and like oh. <laughs> yeah it was like a whole thing and like garden of the gods is a whole like regional thing right where like people yeah yeah there. people come it's from like, all around yeah colorado it's together. like colorado clout and everything yeah <laughs> and like we're from like virginia and maryland even bigger deal that our whole family's going and stuff so it was like our whole like nomadic like whatever 20 plus people going on this hike and it was your birthday so it was like it's even oh for rachel yeah, like yeah. little rach has a good time and then our grandpa like is the first one to ask you when we all get back like how was the hike rach and you were just like stupid <laughs> what is with our parents like having these very ambitious birthday plans for me specifically <laughs> for at an inappropriate age for me to appreciate it not yeah, to just put I mean, it all on them but you know <laughs> you know it was like bonus points i'm sure it's like we're doing this and it's rachel's birthday so hopefully she has a great time <laughs> yeah try to try to sell it to me as a birthday gift okay sure yeah, yeah they were selling but you weren't buying <laughs> um the other main memory i have from that trip is that this was back in the day of like common screens for your in-flight entertainment Mm -hmm. and they were playing not the original but one of the like 90s versions of 101 dalmatians maybe it was a show or i don't remember if there's another movie that was made in the 90s but something about 101 dalmatians that wasn't um the original animated one but an animated version was playing in the plane on a ride over yeah also um fun fact that care recently reminded me of there was some huge scramble because our first flight got canceled and they had to book our entire like extended family party onto another plane like free internet of course so a bunch of like us like toddler cousins were thrown into business class seats for free so what (laughs) yeah (laughs) so there were literal like car seats in business class <laughs> seats like <laughs> for our flight <laughs> watching yeah 101 dalmatians case that she remembers like watching chip and dale rescue rangers like <laughs> wait when you say common screens on flights like 
Did, were there individual screens on everybody's seats all showing the same thing or were there like no no like one big screen okay that was common to everybody watching it so it's not like you not like today where you have like an ipad version right, that right. you can select your own stuff but like just like a tv that is positioned so that multiple seats can view it and then whatever the in-flight movie was was what it was you, there was no like scrolling through <laughs> and choosing one so they put on a kids movie because of us probably we ran that bus. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I had no idea. Can we backtrack a little bit? Because we didn't ask them the important first question either. Um, the question that we want to ask all of our sibling guests is, <laughs> do you consider yourself to be a booted sister? So this is to both of you. So one at a time, Rice and Joe. I've definitely been booted from things. Um, I got kicked out of Girl Scouts as a child. Nice. Because um, <laughs> I just wanted to like, I didn't want to sell cookies because I've always <laughs> been an anti-capitalist, even as a child. <laughs> I just saw, you know, like that clearly we weren't getting all the funds. We were selling cookies, what, for like a bracelet? <laughs> like what? we weren't making any money. We were doing all the legwork. <laughs> so did they like give you the sheet and you were just like, where's my cut though? <laughs> that wasn't what happened, but essentially I just like figured out that I tried to start like a mild revolt within the Girl Scouts and I was asked not to participate anymore. Um, so demonstrating leadership skills is what I'm hearing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and the Girl Scouts consider themselves a sisterhood, right? That's true. Yeah. So I guess I was booted out of a sisterhood. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the Melissa McCarthy movie that is exactly based on that premise that Girl Scouts don't like really have ownership of the cookie process? No. <laughs> you go. it's called the boss and it is it i mean like i think you've got the you. whole the whole film the whole plot you know right there that's it's pretty much exactly what you'd expect but it's <laughs> melissa so it's fun it's like it's, it's like she's a loose um martha stewart type character whose next venture after being disgraced and embezzling type scandals is to take over the local Girl Scout troop um, and try to help them actually make money off of it instead of giving it all to the Girl Scout Corporation. So it's fun. Sounds good. Nice. <laughs> I like a, um, a Samoa, whatever they're called now. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Don't, no one cookie formerly known as yeah. Samoa. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Joe, what about you? Yeah, for me, um, I was thinking about this one and in a lot of ways, it would be a stretch to say I've been booted um but there is one that actually uh it ties very much into a recent episode and everything um and i'll preface by saying it's juicy drama but it's uh very expired drama so can i just real quick <clears throat> cut in with a guess because you said some keywords juicy and expired like perhaps a tomato that gets thrown at a person <laughs> <laughs> no oh, but it is from becca's episode the mm -hmm. tie -in. but i'm really curious to see what you or rach might remember from the other side of this one sometime in 2012 one of the times i was coming home from college i don't know if it was a full-on break or just a weekend mom called me as we were prepping up the plans for me getting back from jmu and she was like, oh, and I've got a surprise for you when you get back. And I get back <laughs> and the rooms are swapped between yes. where Josh were staying and where Jack and John were sleeping. <laughs> and like, I'm just going to say if a realtor raided the bedrooms, the one that Josh and I had been in was the better one. Like the, By a thousand miles. Yeah, sunlight was better. There was like a big closet that had a like the best privacy among all the kid bedrooms. The room was bigger, like the AC situation was better. It was like no contest. Um, <laughs> and um, John had just done an interesting paint job on this room <laughs> that we were removed to. <laughs> like, and it was like- Still on display today. <laughs> yeah, on display today. It was definitely a surprise. Um, <laughs> And I was just like very shocked. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, I can't believe that, like, you didn't even tell me this. Like, John and Jack just felt like such the masterminds for doing this <laughs> and not giving me a heads up. Josh seemed very like, 
resigned to it and just like it had been pulled like the rug from under him on it like it made sense i guess you know jack and john saw an opportunity <laughs> but <laughs> i think i made it way bigger at the time because like college was about to end i didn't really know what i was gonna do next and i realized like my time at the house was coming to an end so it all like in my mind came to represent something much more than it actually was but it was just like full-on betrayal at the time it was like i can't believe that i'm in this room now and like mom you didn't fully inform me what was gonna happen and jack and john why and like all of this <laughs> and like i then i was like pressing josh why you didn't fight harder and like all of it it was just like that was the most booted i had ever been <laughs> like so that's the biggest booting i can think of oh so that's awesome if, like on the outside of all this with no real like stakes in the game if you guys remember anything from it rich was that when you were already in college or were you living at home at the time no this would have been um josh's first year of college and okay. right before okay. i graduated because joe and i yeah joe and i graduated the same year yeah we're four years apart in school yeah no i this is a great tie-in thank you for keeping on theme and I, I feel like people I don't, when I look back on our childhood I don't remember it being quite as dramatic with all of the rooms but when you put it one next to another like it does kind of sound like we're constantly like fighting over the room assignments and everything. <laughs> yeah episodes in a row yeah. yeah um but no to me it was like sure on paper it makes sense um with the brothers who were going to be in the house the longest to get the bigger room but i just never understood why it had to be a surprise I you agree. know yeah and why it would be a good surprise <laughs> like why surprise yeah, why, was and why she was i did definitely didn't know mom said i have a surprise yeah she was working the PR hard on that one <laughs> um, i didn't even think about though how like josh was at college too so yeah he was even more like yeah he was on the defense too like it might not have like I don't know you describing the like things like being at the end of college might have made it honestly more dramatic for you than for him where he's like oh yeah I'm off at college now this doesn't impact yeah, me yeah that's true and like he had his own room either way he just had a worse own room yeah the way I remembered it was that like you I don't remember like hearing oh Joe's mad Josh is fine I remember hearing like Joe and Josh are both mad about this so it was like the first hour yeah my visit back home i just took up the family roof and like <laughs> ran dish like i was so <laughs> yeah, yeah i and i feel like joe like you're the one who who had legitimate firsts you know um like first go to college first to graduate high school all that kind of stuff as the oldest so even though we each had our individual experience with all of those kind of things growing up like everything seemed like a bigger deal for you because it was the first time as a family we were going through any of those milestones um so i know that's definitely how it seemed to us like i remember convincing the little kids that college just meant jmu that was that yeah. was what college was there was no, nothing else <laughs> so it's in interesting to hear from you that those moments very understandably and naturally still felt big and momentous to you because they definitely seem like that to us as you being the oldest and in some cases like significantly older than some of the other siblings um so it always seemed like a big deal and it's interesting to hear from you that yeah it did feel like a big deal well and i think that was more that like those were the ways that i wasn't directly feeling it but how it was coming out right yeah where it's like i wasn't fully processing all the way yeah of, like college ending but the room <laughs> yeah mad about the room but the room yeah okay should we get back into Colorado content because we have some exciting things that we've done this week yeah did you guys go to Meow Wolf yes <laughs> <laughs> there, did Wait. they have new exhibits because I like either I just like didn't remember as in as much detail as I thought I did or it was it looked new to me Wait, Rach, are you thinking of the snap that I sent? I'm thinking of Rice's picture of Joe over like okay. the that was at uh, seeing eye of Orthanc type On device. Yeah, that was at Meow Wolf. Sorry, because Rice and I also went to like a different art thing yesterday and it kind of looked like Meow Wolf. So just wanted to make sure we weren't confusing the two. But can one of you describe to the listeners what Meow Wolf is? Uh, I guess it's like a long art ride, but you're walking. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of 
like going to like a children's museum but instead of it like being like learning how like water flows down canals or whatever it's more like just weird alien art um, with no like direct sort of course I think this one is different compared to like the other two where you don't walk through it like you start one place and end up somewhere else and then you're at the end this is more like roam around until you're tired (laughs) yeah (laughs) but I think it's like uh, over a hundred different artists have artwork in there some artists have like their own like little section versus like Sometimes it's like a whole big room and then there are art pieces from particular artists like set up. Um, but everything is like plastic, which I really enjoyed. Everything's made out of that like material that they cover like play places in and like <laughs> play- places that children climb all over. Mm-hmm. So it's like really strong. Is that a good example? <laughs> I think it was a good explanation. Yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah, thank yeah. you. So there's one in Denver, obviously that's where they went, but there's a couple other locations in um, New Mexico and Nevada. Yeah, in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. And Rachel and I went when Rachel was visiting me last year. So that's part of why we can all talk about it because we've all been. Mm -hmm. Well, and this is like a cool way to close the loop because the tickets we used were yours. Like you Mm -hmm. guys were supposed to be out in Colorado and you had to cancel your plans. So we took your tickets and went to Meow Wolf. Like, so now it's great that you guys actually got to see it as well. Yeah, it was pretty sweet there. I think my favorite room was the one with all the like painted tiles on the floor that were kind of like Greek mythology looking, but then it was all like alien style. And <laughs> I could swear that I've like seen some graphic I novels before. I, I, you were like, I've seen this before. No, I'm I, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's like a 5% chance though, because it's from like a band that has a whole like concept album backstory thing that they made graphic novels for so it's like probably not but it was still sweet (laughs) yeah i like there were floppy disks represented which was big Mm -hmm. um love to see the floppies there was this section where it was like concrete casts of old stuff and it was like, oh, they had like NES controllers and like <laughs> yeah. phones. I was like, where are the floppies? Where are they? And then like hidden in a corner. I'm like, oh. So that made me, I was hoping they weren't forgotten. <laughs> Rice, can you tell the listeners about your thing with floppy disks? Um, well, I'd like to think that I'm in like my post floppy era. <laughs> But there was like a two year <laughs> in the textbooks. They'll define yeah. post floppy. I like to consider myself post floppy rice. <laughs> um, but for like maybe like the last year of my graduate school, when I went to get um, my MFA in ceramics, that I spent a lot of time like looking at life hack videos where they would take things <laughs> and sort of destroy them and make like a worse product <laughs> out of them. And I just thought like there would be a really great narrative to use floppies in that same way because they are like inherently useless <laughs> um so I just kind of got really obsessed with floppies and I made various videos and an uh, entire floppy disk fireplace I have a floppy disk tattoo <laughs> yeah just appreciating you know nostalgia I yeah guess. my whole artwork is just about like loving nostalgia <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah we'll have to share on the Instagram some of Rice's art we'll We'll share some of those videos. Those videos are so funny. <laughs> They're like life hack, but with floppy disks. But it's like really stupid. Yeah. yeah. Rich, have you seen them? Um, I don't think so. Because they would have but... been like, I think it was before you were on Instagram. So you might not have really mm-hmm. gotten oh, yeah. them. But um, yeah, we can dig through Rice's archives yeah. and the, share nice. some of those. The floppy milk is my favorite yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> Fl- floppy rice just makes me think of... um. Was it big comfy couch with the the clock stretching <laughs> scene with the the clown? Yeah, <laughs> kind of like a life size Raggedy Ann situation. You know she's married to the guy who was Steve on Blue's Clues. What? Yeah, I thought I knew kind of a lot about. There's that no guy. way that's <laughs> true. <laughs> what? You missed out on yeah. <laughs> I'm such a slacker. That sounds like something millennials <laughs> wish into existence. Not a true fact. Is that seriously true? I, I was like following him on Instagram for a long time. Future Sarah's got to tell us. Yeah, sorry, I won't focus now, but Future Sarah will have a lot to say about Steve Burns. Oh, you know his last <laughs> His app for a long, I don't know if it still is, but his like app on social media was like at Steve Burns Alive because everyone was spreading rumors that he was dead for so long. <laughs> 
Alrighty, future Sarah here in one of my more important moments. It is in fact a rumor that Steve Burns of Blue's Clues and Allison Court of Big Comfy Couch were married or I think even dating or anything like that. From what I can tell, they posted a photo together in 2020 and that is probably where this rumor originated. Also, Steve Burns is still at Steve Burns Alive, at least on Instagram, uh, if anybody wanted to look that up. Thank you. He's going to be married to some other, like, child show star. Oh, my married God. to that mouse that screams. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, Meow Wolf. They had fun at Meow Wolf. Listeners, I guess, check out Meow Wolf yeah. before we spoil too much of it. We were <laughs> at adult night, too. So there were yeah, limited crazy. children there, which yeah. I really felt was a better experience. It did sound fun. Because um, you know how children can just ruin an aquarium. <laughs> I kept thinking, I was like, this would be so much worse. We're just <laughs> Rach, I think I said this when you and I were at Meow Wolf. So this is uh, repeat content for you. But I want to pose this question to you guys because I'm curious your thoughts. I have said multiple times that I would be interested in going to Meow Wolf on a first date. Ooh, well, <laughs> we did see a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they eavesdropped a breakup at yeah. Meow Wolf. Yeah, we don't think it stuck. We <laughs> took a picture together. Yeah. But it was a long, sad conversation beneath one of the um, treehouse trees. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and we would kind of like circle back and like check on them and they would still be there like crying. <laughs> I thought it was fun just like standing together up there, like in the canopy, watching them for right. a while. Like, like... Kind of just like held hands. <laughs> Look at how great, look how much better our love is. Like snapped all their energy for a while. If there was like a photographer that could have caught the emotion of that moment, that would like make millions. Photo of the year. Especially because we were like two stories up, like looking down on them. That is so Mm. funny. It also like made me think we could have such fun doing like a long performance art thing <laughs> of like just recreating all the breakups that didn't stick Ooh. with my like oh. first college girlfriend. Oh, like <laughs> we had some good public ones. But, like... <laughs> Is she the one who hit, hit all your books? In the school library. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> That's that the most savage thing that's ever happened. It's really oh effective. Yeah, she never got them back, right? They were just lost in the library. No, no, that was one of the breakups that didn't stick. So she went back to the library and grabbed all the textbooks for me. But yeah. Did she like write down where they were? How did she remember? She just remembered. See, <laughs> Spike works in mysterious ways. <laughs> that is nuts. Yeah. Okay, oh, so yeah. what, what's your take? Do you think a first date at Meow Wolf would be a good idea, or do you think that would be weird? No, I think it'd be bad. <laughs> well, we also stumbled across those, like, four friends that, like, bumped into each other, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, well, we don't want to interrupt your date, and the girl was so quick to be like, oh, this isn't a date. <laughs> So the answer might be that it's not. Okay. I feel like yeah, it's yeah. a hot take to think that it would be, but I just think it would be fun to have, like, like a first date specifically, like when you don't really know the person yet, I think it'd be really fun to have the distraction of like mm-hmm. focusing as much or as little as you want on the art. And it'd be really interesting to observe how they behave in a situation like that. Yeah. Like, I feel like you get a lot of information and you could either like talk the whole time or if you're not like hitting it off and really wanting to talk that much or the conversation isn't flowing well, then you still have something to do to focus on. But I don't know. I think the other side to that would be that it would like, ruin a fun experience or yeah. something if it's a bad day it's kind of expensive to go there so right. yeah i mean i'm with yeah the price is kind of a lot of our first yeah day, but it's not the intellectual pressure of a real museum yeah um but it's as engaging yeah exactly yeah. i think the like engaging like level and the like flexibility right. of like how long however long you want to be there or not long however much you want to like and if it's going badly you could literally walk away from them and go to a different area and just be like sorry i'm just like so absorbed in this one room that you hated so i'm gonna spend a lot of time in here yeah so you used to go booted and dated if you know for 10 percent off. <laughs> yeah somebody got a booted story from you yeah. <laughs> um okay the other thing that's been exciting this week uh that we both have done or both meeting all four of us is that um, Rachel and I both saw Barbie for the second time and Joan Rice saw it for the first time. So we all saw Barbie yesterday. 
Barb Did you guys wear anything fun? Yeah, Barb Wolf. Barb Wolf. <laughs> we didn't do Barbenheimer. They did Barb Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, uh, we didn't dress up a ton, but like, I mean, we weren't really like, it's not like we had planned, oh, we're going to see Barbie while you're here. So they didn't like pack accordingly. I dressed up. But yeah, <laughs> I was just dressed up. She looked great. <laughs> Joe was wearing a good like Ken beach fit. <laughs> yeah, I had a nice. bunch of it. Mm-hmm. I wore pink, so... <laughs> the whole perfect but it was really fun what did you think of seeing it like to avoid spoilers i guess but rach what did you think seeing it a second time it still had held up for me um mm-hmm. the hardest part was like not laughing before something that i knew was gonna be funny <laughs> because mm-hmm. my friends were seeing it for the first time and mm-hmm. i didn't want to just like be that person that's like oh, 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 oh like right before the punch. <laughs> yeah. oh. like listen listen don't watch watch yeah um it was, I think I appreciated Will Ferrell's performance even more the second time. Um, yeah. cause I was just so distracted by all the other great performances the first time seeing it that like, I kind of picked up a little bit more on him. What'd you guys think the first time seeing it? It was great. I think it's like the best movie I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> I cried like hysterically. I was trying so hard to like, not like gasp. So that Sarah and Joe would know that I was like, so, like my whole shirt was wet. Because all the tears were like were going down, and then I couldn't breathe through my nose, so I had to be like, <laughs> like but I was trying to do it really quietly. <laughs> but I was like, stop it. <laughs> I feel very hard. <laughs> um, but Rice had said like we had talked for two days about how we we're gonna see Mar- Barbie, and Rice kept saying, "I'm gonna cry, I'm gonna cry, I'm gonna cry, I'm gonna cry." I was right. <laughs> she was right. <laughs> But then I she didn't want us to know that she was crying. So <laughs> I was like, on I the remember being a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> on the Greta theme, that's like one hundred percent my experience when I saw Little Women in theaters. Oh, like I went with like three friends, and it was just the four of us, very like concentrated on staring straight ahead and not at each other because we were yeah. all just sobbing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might have to make them watch Little Women. We were just talking about that yesterday. It's Colin's favorite movie. Shout out Colin. Friend of the pod. Non-Belshi, friend of the pod. Great. Glad we all had a very existential experience with Barbie. Any other fun things for the week? Or should we move into some like interview type questions? Mm, I guess we don't really know what all's going on today yet. Yeah, we kind of have... So I took off work yesterday and today, which is why we've been able to fit a lot in on weekdays. And um, yeah, we kind of have an open-ish agenda today, so... I guess stay tuned. We have some options. <laughs> okay, this just in. Rice wants to change her booted sister answer. Oh yes. Okay. Cool. I just have like Let's one get into more it. relevant to Joe's answer. Okay. <laughs> I like it. So when I came home from college, I was still in college though. I wasn't. I hadn't finished. So this was probably like 2014. I came home and my mother had um, booted me out of my room. She'd rented out my room to <laughs> someone else. <laughs> And I did not know this. And she, so I got there and I was like, oh, let me put my stuff away. She's like, oh, I have something to tell you. And like, I had traveled. So I went to school in New York state and my mother lived in like Oakland, California. So I'm like thousands of miles away. And she had set up this like makeshift room in her room where she had taken um, sheets and stitched them together with like a piece of PVC pipe. So I had this like curtained off, sort of like a hospital room. I was curtained off. And like, I had to stay in there for like a whole summer. And she <laughs> told me that she didn't want to tell me because she thought I wouldn't come home. So she like tricked me. <laughs> she didn't even pull the, I yeah, have a surprise like, when you're on the way. They were roommates now. But her roommate was like uh, really nice. I really liked her. She was in like grad school and she was really cool. So like, it was fine. Her name was Rice, but it wasn't weird. <laughs> Do you think you wouldn't have kind of come home if she had told you? Oh, yeah, I totally, I would not. Have. <laughs> right? Yeah, I've been like, no. I'm not staying and in a hospital room all summer. And that's when I started sleeping with a box fan because my mom would snore sometimes. <laughs> and now I've been box fan addict Damn. for like 15 years. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I didn't know you had a box fan addiction. Has the 
AC been doing the job? Or yeah, well, I, have, box I, I have box fan noise on my phone. It's a, a box fan noise app. <laughs> and it's like you can select different types of box fans. Yeah. You might Is there a whole subreddit for this? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was better. This is just making me very grateful that everybody else in our house worked out all of their room drama. So my room was, you know, mine until the end, pretty much. Yeah. You kind of just got to like sit and let it all resolve. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yours is not yours until the end. You can't, if you were to go home right now, you can't stay in that room. No, no. It, it like, it oh, until, until the end, the end of, of your meeting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All the rooms are Sam's rooms now. Speaking of Sam, like we get in trouble if we don't uh, mention her every episode. So mm -hmm. I promise that's more the motivation behind this question, Joe, rather than just always emphasizing the fact that you're older than the rest of us. <laughs> but um, thinking about when you were 18 versus when, you know, now when Sam's 18, like what, what kind of strikes you as different either about the world or the experience or like, when you talk about us all being in the same generation, the family doesn't feel like there's that much difference in our experience. But I think thinking back to when you were that age to now, it, there's a, a lot of differences. Yeah, I guess like thinking about what I thought for myself versus what actually happened, like I was so convinced like, oh, I'm going to turn 18 and then I'm gone from Virginia. Like <laughs> that's going to be my path. <laughs> and then like obviously that's even back then that's not at all how life worked because oh. <laughs> yeah I like wanted to pay in-state tuition and then like JMU seemed like a great school to go to and all that so yeah I mean there's that obvious difference I guess as far as like relation to you guys it was kind of wild like uh I always felt like I was more or less still like right there in the loop, even with the uh, lower crust and everything as I was getting older, because I was still like dropping in on breaks and everything. Um, and then like, just the more I hear about the stories from the younger kids, it made me kind of realize there's still a huge difference of like not being there for all the day to day and everything that starts to get, accumulate mm -hmm. versus just being around for breaks and stuff. Uh, so that recently hit me kind of wild where it's just like, oh man, like there's still a huge gap there. So I guess Sam is coming in with so much of a different lore set <laughs> of the family experience than I am. So I guess that's not the macro, but it is for like the family. Yeah. Pretty wild. Yeah. I mean, it'll be cool to see how she charts out her own course on everything and just like kids are doing things way differently. And I had all of the like still kind of spoon fed structure of where things go and like she'll be figuring things out a little differently. It's a great answer. I love how we just officially introduced the term upper and lower crust in the oh, last yeah. episode and now we can just use it so I mean, freely. I've been hearing it from Jack forever. <laughs> yeah. And, and so many of Jack's terms don't need official introduction. <laughs> like <laughs> he's good about like fitting terms in from like <laughs> natural vernacular yeah yeah jack has his own language yeah. really <laughs> but it's easy he's to always talk. had a like very interesting vocabulary like yeah. from when he first started talking um rach we were talking about this last night i was talking about like what we we're gonna do for this podcast and i was like yeah we could talk about some upper crust lower stuff cr crust stuff and then i was like I wonder what that makes like rice and then this will be a question for jonathan but mm. what, is, what do we say rice what what do we what kind of crust do we say you like fresh crust fresh crust <laughs> newer to the family so fresh yeah, crust yeah cheesy crust. <laughs> top crust yeah. cheesy crust with the wisconsin <laughs> connection <laughs> also that's worth noting of like a huge opposites attract things for us <laughs> yeah well, our whole thing is opposite yeah. like very little in common <laughs> But you're like 80% cheese. Right. I, 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 I like went to boarding school. You were like at home. <laughs> I went to boarded up school. Yeah. <laughs> you have seven siblings. I have none. Um, so Rice, this is perfect segue. Like my question for you, when Joe first said, yeah, I've got seven, seven siblings, like what was your thought then? And then, you know, a few years down the line, how does that compare now? Uh, I think we definitely talked about it on our first date. I remember being like, wow, 
that's a lot <laughs> but that was also like still like joe was like just stranger from the internet you know at that point so i was still, like <laughs> worried that he could be like a murderer so i don't think that like a lot of whatever joe said on our first date really stuck with me <laughs> i do because <laughs> i was like very concerned about like personal safety <laughs> uh, <laughs> i like implying that like while interacting with him you were getting murder vibes a little no, bit like i i understand what you mean yeah no, no yeah i i completely understand what you mean but the way... in a public place yeah, yeah, yeah. Day, well 100 and I people have your location just in case yeah. <laughs> you're like the way he was cutting up his <laughs> <laughs> I do remember though you like texted me that you were running late and I was like what a gentleman <laughs> wow the bar is so <laughs> know, the bar is on the floor <laughs> but I do remember when we were like official boyfriend and girlfriend that then I was like oh crap like I gotta remember all these names because before <laughs> you had just been like mentioning siblings and I was like yeah all right whatever like I wasn't committing it but then I had to like actually sit down and remember <laughs> the order also there's so many Sarah's calm down in, in the world <laughs> yeah <laughs> can't do anything about it <laughs> there's a lot of Rachel's too there's, yeah, there's, there's, no, there's not a lot of lady names the J name is more or the J name thing I feel like is the bigger problem than yeah there being a Sarah and a Rachel and then you had Jonathan too yeah that, <laughs> I know that's that. a problem I feel strongly about <laughs> we need to talk about the Tom Jonathan problem <laughs> yeah like Jonathan can never be John like, <laughs> no. he never would be anyway but. right, right um, so did you ever picture yourself with somebody with such a big family uh, I yeah I mean I don't know if I ever like sat down and was like oh this is the perfect right. person <laughs> for me uh, I like to take everybody like one one person at a time Fair. um so but I do think like the benefit of Joe being the oldest is that he is like very very patient mm. like you have unlimited amounts of patience <laughs> until you don't <laughs> until like we pass that but like most until you time, take the room yeah until you take his childhood bedroom away from him we found the line what a surprise yeah but you're like joe's also like never like flustered or he's not easily flustered because you were like born into chaos uh, <laughs> you're really good with children i've seen you like hold a baby many times <laughs> I held like my first baby in front of Joe and it was like terrifying. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a concept. That's crazy. Yeah, imagine yeah. remembering your first baby old. <laughs> I know. And I was like, I was like 27. Like, I could have like, had a baby at that point. My, and they're just so like squirmy. Yeah. They're like, I dare you to drop me. Try, <laughs> try to keep track of me. I would like to hurl myself on the ground. Yeah. You know it's my fault, and I know it's my fault, yeah. but everybody else is going to blame you. Now it looks. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're like, try to save my life. <laughs> but yeah, no, I never thought that I would. Because like, so you have more siblings than I even have cousins. So I really only have like four cousins that I interact with which is still only like half of y'all but I, yeah I've never had to like interact with so many people especially when you guys all get together like Sam's birthday party I was like I have to go sit outside quietly <laughs> by, by my house. I have to go lay down in the bounce house and <laughs> stay quietly by myself <laughs> just because I don't have that much like long extended okay. social interaction mm -hmm. which is something I've noticed with y'all when um you have holidays together you're like okay we're gonna watch a movie and then we're gonna play a game and then we're gonna do this and like it's all very like planned and structured and i was like i need like downtime <laughs> just, just like not talk to anyone for like an hour it's like yeah. when jonathan and i had our our outdoor mm -hmm. non-belshi quiet time <laughs> <laughs> yeah rachel we were talking about that last night too i was um explaining to rice how we've called it the like this is us like in-law group or whatever they have yep yeah that's so rice and jonathan kind of have that going on where they're like the the non-original belshies like yeah. can find each other when the belshies are becoming yeah. overwhelming we do like irish goodbye naps and <laughs> <laughs> stay quietly next to each other outside it's kind of beautiful because it's like the older generation passing the baton down to jonathan and you yeah like, this nap <laughs> have you heard about the nap <laughs> 
And mm. Sam's party too. We had that like group nap. Like I took a nap and you did, and Jacob and he put on like rain sound. <laughs> yeah. Were you like, basement. excuse me, could you turn on the box fan sound? Yeah. <laughs> rain did the trick. The rain was nice. Yeah. Also, like how many indie folk artists would have loved a picture of you just like recharging at that moon bounce like, <laughs> yeah that's an album cover, cover if i've ever seen one and then all of sam's friends and sam came in the bounce house and they're like who are you <laughs> they're like no one's bouncing this is just a big bed it was hot in there though <laughs> it was very ventilated and like air conditioned in there yeah because that was my worry i was like rice is gonna dry up and then i bring it there and i'll this is beautiful. <laughs> I think the lesson is never rent, always buy the bouncy house. I know. I yeah. wish we owned it so bad. <laughs> I wish it was a permanent fixture. Yeah. Rent to own bouncy house. Maybe that's next for our house. Ooh. I'm not taking that mug. Just saying now. I'm not taking that mug, Rachel. It's for you. I'm not taking it. Ooh. Wait, why? That's We're such a breaking me. news. I'm going straight to Rachel on the mug. I'm oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, what are we talking about? Okay, there's a mug that says it's like a thrifted mug that has some 30th birthday thing on, or like your 30 or something all over it. It's really tacky, <laughs> but it's fun. And it got acquired. Do you know where it came from? Somebody gave it I to think Joe. Josh and Jonathan found it. Josh and Jonathan acquired it and gave it to Joe when he turned 30, like for him to use on his 30th birthday. And then it got passed to Jonathan when he turned 30. Oh wait, no, okay. sorry, the other way around. Okay, yeah, sorry, Jonathan's older. So Jonathan had it first and then it got passed to Joe and then it got passed to Josh when he turned 30. And so it's And then I'm to... not happy. Yeah, so this is really great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is not good. I don't know, Rice, you'd have an argument if Jonathan didn't take it, but the precedent has been laid. So I think Why we gotta you follow along. What, are we gonna ship it to Italy? Yeah. I'm not paying for this shipping to Italy. Wait, that's, <laughs> wait, 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 right. The only reason you don't want it is because you don't want to have to be the one to give it to Rachel. It's because I'm never returning 30. That's why. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Well, you this is a pro podcast. 30s podcast. Yeah, I'll have you know. This is a denial about turning 30 podcast. So you're welcome. Um, okay. Like only like six months older than Rachel, right? Rachel, what's uh, your August. When's your birthday? February. So exactly six <laughs> yeah, months. Yeah, six months. There we go. Nice. Oh. Um, okay. Well, then let's just cross that bridge when we come to it. But you're going to. I will say. Scribble on I'll, 29s if you want. I'll but... keep it outside. <laughs> Live on the porch. Yeah. Also, like, Jonathan loves the mug and he dutifully had the shortest service with it because, like, we are close in age. Right. You yeah. Can't deny you have to do this for Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> For your friend you can't betray him he's your only ally that's true he's my, my comrade <laughs> <laughs> um we had a tiara in high school um that said like sweet 16 or something on it that we passed when everybody turned 16 so it's basically the same thing right much the same yeah <laughs> sadder so, like, 16 is the most desired age yeah it's the opposite of thing i'd be careful wording that but like... <laughs> in the least creepy way yeah. possible no everyone is stoked to turn 16. <laughs> 30 i can understand the like denial but you still want them up. yeah nobody's in <laughs> denial about being 16. um i did have a couple more things that i didn't want to forget to mention because rice specifically wanted to talk about a couple things so um, do you remember the things you mentioned, Rice? She has oh, some Belshi yeah. observations was, that she wanted yeah, to bring to the floor. Love it. <laughs> I was going to talk about dating Belshi tips. Um, they are in right. of walking up or down the stairs at a normal pace. All stairs need to be sprinted up and down. I don't know why. <laughs> do you do that too, Rachel? I don't think so, but I don't know that any of us like can self-identify it. I think it has to just be observed. I own it. Yeah. <laughs> just like, hi, I'm Joe, and I'm a stair runner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jack do it. Too. I don't think I do it at, like the boys do it. I do it sometimes for sure. <laughs> I I get bored on stairs. It's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get Why through this. I walk when you can just get it over with sooner. Yeah. Especially, I think I do run down more than I run up, maybe. Yeah, I was like, Joe definitely runs up or down. So I'll be like laying in bed and I'll hear him be like, <laughs> like you, you guys are concerned about like sneaking out of the house. <laughs> like, 
running up and down the stairs. No, I'm more respectful at night. Are you? Are you sure about that? Maybe I'm sneaking out at night. That's how you're letting me know you're home. You're back from the Cheesecake Factory wherever you go at night. Okay, so stair running. Do you have any other tips? Um, Definitely that... I guess like I've never really been a part of like a family that's had siblings, but you guys like get together a lot. <laughs> like you have a lot more family. Like, my family, like we're good like once a year. Mm. Check that box. And you guys get together a lot, which is a beautiful thing. It's just something I've never done mm -hmm. before. All the guys have like this scary little like witch fingers. You guys all <laughs> inherited these long spindly fingers. <laughs> so you got that going for you. But it's like holding hands with angel hair pasta. <laughs> I really like this segment, though, as the first significant other that's like been on a specific guest episode, not just like like Jonathan's been on, but for other themed episodes. So I want to make everyone do this when we have significant others on. Yeah, like, add to the list yeah, of what, tips. What are your sibling observations? <laughs> <laughs> I um I really enjoy the Joe Jack dynamic yeah. a lot. It's really that's cute. a classic, yeah. <laughs> I like Jack once he was like, Joe taught me how to fish. I was like, I'm melted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. I don't know what else. I'm sure I'll think of other things. I guess like yelling is a thing. Um like just what do you mean yelling? Just like making ranked lists of things and yelling. Oh, fighting other. about it. Yeah. Oh, what? passion. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of that. You guys are can't all... just say yelling. <laughs> <laughs> On the whole, like pretty stubborn, I would say, people. <laughs> Not like a bad I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are all like standing your ground. Sure. <laughs> We did. We talked about this on the Q and I episode, but Rice was involved with the most heated tier list we've ever done. So yeah, that's a little bit of context. But yeah. I think you heated with us too. We I were being mad. wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm so glad Rachel's tuning in from Europe to watch her siblings scream at each other about Christmas. <laughs> fun I was screaming too. Thanks for the list, Rice. Yeah. Yeah. Good list. If there are any prospective partners listening, yeah. I hope they had their pen and paper out. <laughs> yeah, now Jonathan's getting a roast ready, probably. <laughs> Maybe we do the This Is Us group chat episode sometime. <laughs> yeah, you guys really should have a group chat, like you, Jonathan, Grace, Ooh, MK. Um, fingers. <laughs> just talk about fingers. <laughs> talk about freckles, the stairs again. Talk about the stairs. <laughs> I do remember the first time I came to your parents' house. Um, I was really nervous, and I just remember walking to your, your kitchen, and your mother was making the most guacamole I had ever <laughs> seen in my life. It was like like the amount that they have it like Chipotle. Like it was so <laughs> like my mother will make guacamole with one avocado. <laughs> oh boy. This was like 16 avocados deep. I was like, this place is crazy. What is she doing with all this guacamole? I'm sure the sight of all that guac though like calmed your nerves. Oh yeah, right? no, it was I was happy it was there. I've just never like been somewhere where like you cook at that size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I know why, but I've just never like personally seen yeah. it outside of like a buffet that first visual is <laughs> yeah. like okay yeah this is real this right. is a big family that we're yeah. dealing with <laughs> she's making seven different types of tater tot cats <laughs> one for each dietary restriction uh, all right Rach, do you want to get into the misremembering uh yeah so this first one i think it's going to be a fun one joe what do you remember about the great rubber band battle of cannon court oh my god did this involve like many families no i'm just picturing like i don't think mom was home mm -hmm. or she was busy and you're like all right guys here we go and we just i don't even know if we had teams or that much structure it was probably just like the older and stronger kids ganging up on the little ones but we just like had a great rubber band war throughout the entire main floor of the cannon courthouse Wow, man, it, this is a faint one. Like I can believe it happening because rubber banding goes way back for us. Like I remember um, 
we had a spider problem in the Leesburg house. And I taught Josh how to like snipe spiders off the wall. <laughs> and we would like double band to get better strength and get better shots and stuff. Um, so we definitely had the skills and I definitely remember not like organized attacks or anything, but just like getting shots off on each other. Um, but escalating it into a full battle. Wow. Yeah. Sarah, do you remember anything about this? I really don't like it's sounding vaguely familiar, but maybe just more so the theme of rubber bands in that house. I don't think I can picture. I certainly believe you, but I don't think I can picture it. We might have to bring in Josh. This might be something I made up, but I distinctly remember it. I, I want to say it was you, Sarah, but we had that classic like, Shh, no, you're fine. Don't tell mom kind of moment like that like ended the battle somebody oh, got oh, like someone got hurt yeah and that was kind of like <laughs> the end of it don't cry <laughs> yeah you're fine i feel um, like there's so many things like that that happened in that house we were just talking about clean up dodgeball rage oh that was a good one <laughs> we'll just leave it there keep going yep, no that's it um josh and i joe you were in school but josh and i were like the designated helpers that stayed back with dad when we moved out of that house so we saw like bare bones, no furniture version of that house and like help clean up. And there were so many rubber bands like under where the couches had been and everything like that. I thought you were going to say batteries. I was just talking about how much batteries too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think passies, I think it was like passies, batteries, and rubber bands. man, that's cool though, that it was just the older ones against the younger ones. <laughs> that I'm is proud weird. of that. I want to say that's not how it would have gone, but that's how it would have gone probably <laughs> even if we started with structure you know like it's just gonna devolve yeah or just like maybe it was individual but like every man for himself means if you're two you're doing for yourself <laughs> i do have a somewhat similar memory from kindergarten because i went to private school kindergarten i like ran all three types of yeah. school um, the only kindergarten yeah, so your mom said yeah they, they dropped some bank on my k, k education um but there was some weird thing in recess where the boys were like picking on the girls because there were a lot of these little like pine cone things that would fall down. And I like organized the girls and I helped them like pad a bunch of pine cones with sand so they would be even more annoying to get hit with. And they like <laughs> all like gathered around and like hit the boys with the sand pine cones and like overcame <laughs> the bullying problem. <laughs> So, Joe is the original Alan. <laughs> yeah, so maybe that like karmically balances out this like unfair <laughs> attack on the younger kids with rubber bands. Just to make yourself sound good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna get ahead of this whole <laughs> older kids against the younger kids rubber bands thing. Um, okay, so my other misremory, um, Joe, do you remember? I want to say it was called Wheezies or Weezers. The, the diner when we went to um, the Walton's Mountain place and we went to this diner and you got like, they had some kind of challenge breakfast and you accepted the challenge. Yeah, it was Wheezy's. Yeah. That, <laughs> um, no, no, no. It's funny because I'm pretty sure that was after I got diagnosed with type one diabetes. Oh yeah, definitely it after. It was a pancake <laughs> challenge, just ill advised. <laughs> You, and, you used a lot of insulin then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was still shooting up with needles too. It was it, it's not an easy process to like shot. Yeah. Yeah. It was so crazy that I did that. But I remember No, I think it was like a stack at a time challenge. The do you remember the terms of it at all or do you have any Background. It was like the stack was only one component. It was, it was like you focused a lot of energy on the pancake stack, which is probably like three or four like jumbo pancakes. And mm -hmm. then it was the like the sides that got you because I think there was like grits and bacon and eggs and stuff that you also had to get through. So like you used up a lot of good energy on the cakes and then like looked around at the rest of the table and you're like, oh man. <laughs> yeah. I remember it was absolutely the cakes that got me because they looked so much smaller than like the density actually was. <laughs> I got so humbled on that one. <laughs> oh, density issue. <laughs> yeah. 
I remember there also being a feeling of like this food isn't even that good compared to what's no. whooping me right now. Like, <laughs> Not worth it. This one. <laughs> was there gonna be a prize or something? There was some sort of prize, like something had me hooked. More insulin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were a long way from free insulin at that point. <laughs> Uh, I honestly think it may have just been like you got your picture on a wall or something, but I don't, I don't know. I don't remember that part um, of it. There was no picture that day. <laughs> I've got to nominate a second and go back there. Maybe I'll like eat the bacon and uh, yeah, <laughs> some of the grits or something, and have a a, a pancake stack eater. Colin would be down. down. Yeah. <laughs> like a baton. Yeah, I'll like I'll bring a printout of the ADA with me. Be like, Look, I, I get to have someone help me with all these carbs. <laughs> cool. So those were the the memories I had. Did you have any that you want to try to rehash, Joe? Uh, my big one was the booted, the, the room drama. The oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. And uh, I'm opening it up for any future episodes if uh, any of the other brothers want to chime in on that one. You could do a Booted uh, Brothers episode. Yeah. If John wants to reveal the master plan on how that happened. Yeah, we should just like have a circle where everyone talks it out, you know, really, really just clear up this drama. Yeah. Like the batch. Yeah. <laughs> like Brothers John's, tell all. Like artistic decision in a lot of the rooms. He, all of the rooms. Yeah, John has painted most of the house. Yeah, I would like to know what, like, he had an artist statement or any influences he was looking at. I would love to know, especially the splatter door. I would like to know how that came about. <laughs> what was I the mean, era? I bet it ties into the swap. It's like step one, so confusion. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Anything else? um that we wanted to cover rach I feel, like I feel like we have other questions we're supposed to ask all the guests but it, <laughs> this this has been fun i think we've covered some good ground yeah i think i think booted is the only one we've been consistent across the board about and again not even sam <laughs> oh no we always ask like um do they have any questions for oh us? true yeah sorry do you guys have any questions for us i was gonna ask because you've talked like broadly about like travel uh, rituals and stuff and like how you go about travel plans and all that but do you have specific either one of you flight rituals I listen to the same song on takeoff every Me time too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah wait what do you listen yeah to? um I listen to um I belong to you by Brandy Carlisle nice That's sweet. That's so cute. Yeah. what about you Joe um, I actually listened to a whole album. It's uh, Always or Always, the like two Vs mm -hmm. band, their first album. It's very like dream poppy. Yeah. And it's just easy to kind of sink into when all the takeoff stuff's going on. <laughs> That's nice. so cool. You both have that tradition. That's mm -hmm. really wild. <laughs> yeah. I was on a really turbulent flight mm -hmm. once. And it's just nice to like so now. Yeah. Um, I also <laughs> always drink a uh, Bloody Mary mix, like tomato. Oh, juice can. <laughs> that's a that's like um. I don't want to say Bloody hot Mary take because a lot of people yeah. do that, but it's sort of a, a lot of people have strong opinions of it. Like they offer it for a reason. People say tomato juice makes you feel better on a flight. Oh, it's not even that. It's just that it's enough like salt to like, you know, de-ice a road. So I'm not going to drink it regularly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the alcoholic version or anything, but mm -hmm. it's just kind of a fun like, oh, I'm in the air treat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I always get sparkling water on the plane. And lately I've been crazy. And sometimes I, I've been trying to sleep more on flights than I used to. I like typically have never really slept on flights unless they're overnight, like long flights to Europe or something and so lately I've been crazy and like missing the drink cart which is just so ridiculous oh my god <laughs> I mean, what kind of life is that my like dedication is to my snack and my drink yeah. and I always get sparkling water um but there aren't a ton of like rituals I have I have like some airport I don't know I feel very comfortable in an airport I don't mind waiting I get there pretty early and I don't mind like sitting at a gate so depending on like at the Denver airport I have some some rituals just because I've like been there so many times and I have like spots and stuff yeah but I don't have a ton of like flight ritual stuff the biggest thing I'll say is that I pretty much never go to the bathroom on a flight what? I was gonna say that I like never go to the bathroom yeah. on a flight 
I, well, I obviously dehydrate myself besides yeah, the special I sparkling like, water. I usually don't have to go. I like would go if I had to go, but I've even done probably more than one flight to or from Europe without going to the bathroom, which is yeah. definitely not good. That is way too many hours. No, I, yeah, I mean, it's not the best habit, but I really, I just hate going to the bathroom on a plane. Yeah, so no. Just, like, really and I love the window seat. So it's like what yeah. I give up in order to have the window. Mm -hmm. No, the worst, like the most I regretted it was when we were coming back from Munich, Sarah, and like right when they started the descent and like start coming by to make sure your you know your seat is up and all that um i realized i had to go to the bathroom I'm like all right well it's you know the seatbelt sign is on i can wait this out but we were going to dulles which has the worst customs of any airport i've ever been to oh, yeah. you get like crated from your plane to another terminal terminal and it's like this whole thing so like i had a solid 25 minutes um from when we left the plane before i could actually go to the bathroom so this is this is going on an hour by this point from like when i knew i had to go so that was unfortunate yeah, but this is yeah. terrible advice i would not consider this advice yeah, do this. Just, it's just how i am <laughs> i like to get mcdonald's at the airport nice yeah we were talking about this yesterday i i've been getting starbucks at the airport more than typically like i just like i buy a lot of treats at the airport way more than i used to because i fly so much i'm like i deserve something and i've been bringing more snacks with me on flights i didn't even know you could bring your own snacks for a while yeah. <laughs> i just love seeing other people's boldness and the type of snacks yeah that is pretty crazy like dude fly with italians I, it's like uh, you'll get a whole meal pulled out next to you <laughs> you're like where did this baguette come from <laughs> i um I, I definitely wouldn't bring anything that would be like a really dramatic smell or something, but I did bring a fruit by the foot on my flight back because we had so many at the house after Sam's graduation party. I had, I like ate one on my flight back and I was just like, it's going to be weird if someone notices that I'm eating a fruit by the foot. <laughs> That's just a weird thing to have. <laughs> no, I want to um, see like a home baked, like gender reveal size <laughs> mozzarella log, like <laughs> I want that kind of all this. Maybe not the cheese, but like similar energy. Um, thank you guys so much for recording with us. Yes, this is so yeah, fun. It's been great. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. We actually can't put this in because we haven't announced this uh, yet.